Coming up next on the Jeff Curley Show, you'll meet the president of a talent solutions firm. He's going to talk about the science of talent. That's next. Many are predicting that the worst is yet to come, which is unfortunate, said one person here. Until now, they've enjoyed the reputation of being the nation's icebox. Watched a burglar in his home this morning by webcam. As a journalist of over 25 years, stories are what make my world turn. Reporting live from the Dallas Newsroom tonight, Jeff Curley, Fox 4 News. But in 2008, I took the jump from my familiar life and started a PR firm from my home. We're talking about anyone with a camcorder like the one I'm using becomes a television network. We started slowly growing the company and we now have over a hundred clients and we've branched into the world of live digital broadcasting. I now own eight different TV studios and have a huge team. And the stories that I now get to share are sometimes the most important of my life. Life has a funny way of coming around full circle. This is the Jeff Crilly Show. Well, as the head of a podcast network and successful PR firm, we've had to make a lot of hires over the years, and, and there is a science to hiring the right person. I've been lucky, knock on wood, that we've got the right team right now, but there were several years during the last 15 where I didn't even want to come to my own company. It was so sick and dysfunctional because we had hired the wrong people. To talk about that today, Joe Frotchum, he's the president of CMP. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for having me, Jeff. I Very really appreciate cool. it. Well, I know you, you meet a lot of people. Tell us about the history of this company. Yeah. CMP has been around for 23 years. We're based here in Dallas. It was started by an uh, individual named Keith Nath. Keith is a real icon when it came to career transition, outplacement work. A lot of people know Keith. And through the years, I got to know Keith too. As I was a, a, an executive who left corporate America to start my own thing. I built a business called JBKF Group. Uh, where we had clients all over the nation, largely in the eastern seaboard, but I was living here in Dallas. And I wanted to build more of a footprint here in Dallas with my consulting firm. So I connected with Keith and we got along famously. We started going to market together. And about nine and a half years ago, he approached me and said, do you want to take over my firm, CMP? And we figured it out and I merged his firm, CMP, with JBKF Group and the rest is history, as they like to say. So we, we've been in the market for 23 years. Over the last nine years, we've grown tremendously. Um, we now have an office in Chicago. We have an office in Kansas City. We have a presence in St. Louis. We have a presence in Houston. And we have partner offices all over the nation and even globally through partner networks. Um, so we have verified we're the largest minority and woman-owned firm wow. in the nation that supports the full talent life cycle from assessment, coaching, development, and outplacement, and search, as you said. Um, so that's us in a nutshell and 23 years in a minute. I well, congratulations. And, and uh, you mentioned uh, the science of talent. What do you mean by that? Well, you know, talent is so absolutely critical. I mean, you had a great lead in, right? I mean, if you don't get the talent right, everything falls apart. If you have $10 to spend on HR stuff, spend seven of it on talent and getting the talent, the raw material right. But how do you get the raw material right? I mean, it, people can interview well. And then they come in, they don't perform very well. Other people don't interview very well, but they perform phenomenally. So there's a very loose correlation between how well someone interviews or even their pedigree or what sure. college you went to and how they actually perform the job. So we've really uh, had a micro focus I have in my independent practice and then with CMP and bringing the best of science into talent solutions. And that means really validated assessments. You know, a lot of us have used assessments maybe for self-insight, a fun little Myers-Briggs or DISC. Those yeah. are fun. Right. And good for team building and self-insight, but they're not validated for selection. 
Um, when you go through certain additional filters and scientific kind of rigor, which we've done with a lot of assessments and partnered with people, we can get to a level of prediction. How emotionally stable is somebody? Are they more of an inductive creative thinker or a deductive kind of come to one solution thinker? You know, are they risk tolerant or risk adverse? You're very risk tolerant. You went off on your own. You, you're an entrepreneur, right? If I put you in a, in a job in a corporation that didn't require creativity, innovation, you'd hate it. Yeah. You wouldn't do well. Either wow. would I, by the way. I'd do terrible. So it is about fit and it's really getting using those analytics and that validation that we bring into our assessments to get fit right for at the individual team and organizational level. Wow. I want you to brag about your team. We're going to pull up the team uh, photo and uh, you get the pleasure of working with your beautiful bride. Yes, I do. <laughs> oh, there it is. There it is. Marianne Pina Fracho. Um, yeah, I love her. She's, she's the boss. So she owns 51%. I own 49%. So I work for her at home and at work. Kathy Kilroy's been in the Chicago market for a long, long time. She's uh, head of our Midwest region. She'll be in here next week. Kathy, I think it stops there, yeah. Because below that, you get into a lot of our people, which we've got about 52. Wow. But this, that's our management team. Kathy's terrific up in the Chicagoland area. We got Joe Wiley in St. Louis. Joe was an interesting individual. He was a, a basketball star at St. Louis University. Then he was a color commentator for St. Louis University basketball on TV for 20 years while he was also in corporate America, then started his own business, and now he works with us. So wow. that's, he was the first African-American to have an HR firm in the Midwest. And I'm, I'm imagining you're doing your science on your own leadership team. Absolutely. And you've got to make sure it all gels, right? Yes. We, we, on ourselves, on our leadership team, a deeper awareness of who they are, how we can position them for success, what they bring, and how we make sure it's complementary. I mean, sure. Every team needs to be complementary. You need difference. You need, um, you know, and what I've found, it's almost metaphysical. Every effective startup starts with a leadership by two, mm -hmm. you know. I mean, Apple, Jobs had Wozniak. Right. right. Microsoft, Balmer had Bates, Gates had Balmer. I mean, I can go, it's, there's, sometimes it's one that's not as well known, but there's a second and they're always a complementary skill set to the first. Making sure you understand where people can complement and how they can work together and where they can be most successful, bringing science to that whole equation. Okay, what do you bring to the table? What does your wife bring to the table? Well, she's much better looking, obviously. <laughs> uh, you know, it's funny, we're, we're, we're a, a personification of what I just said. I mean, we are opposite on every dimension of the Myers-Briggs. We, uh, we, uh, any way you can measure it, I'm tall, she's shorter, but not short, don't let me in a, uh, she's, I'm talkative, she's quiet, but very smart. I'm not so smart, you know, so we, we have the compliment kind of piece of that. And what I found is that difference does create um, abrasion. But once you get through that abrasion and talk about it, you have better solutions on the other end mm. because difference gets better tension, better creativity. And I, and I think that's what we bring. Sure. When it comes to recruiting, I know you're only as good as your last placement. And so I'm sure you've had relationships with some of your clients for years and years yes. and years because you've been so successful. Yes. Oh, yeah. And, and really, it, we've had a ton of clients. In fact, that's the one thing the clients tend not to leave. Um, and we, we love them. We really do. I, I think it's not just the science, but the heart. And um, we definitely deeply care. You know, one thing we've decided never to do is bring in more partners, bring in professional management, get investors, because that would dilute who we are. Sure. And our character, and our, you know, culture really, really matters. And when I left corporate America, when Marianne left corporate America, 
we wanted to build something different, something with a heart and a soul. Mm. And probably like you too. Yeah, absolutely. I know. I've met some of your family. Thank you. Uh, uh, for us, it's uh, you know we have five kids. They don't necessarily work in the business. A few of them do a few things with us. But what we've always said is, we we any decision, we will never want to make a decision that they would be embarrassed about, mm. or that they would be um, ashamed that their parents made that decision. So that's always our litmus test, and I think our clients feel that. We're going to pull up some video from our, our library. I want to talk about uh, the, the hiring process. And I know one of the uh, things that you've dedicated yourself to as a firm is uh, diversity. Talk yes. about why that's uh, so important. Well, honestly, we, we're, um, we're an interracial marriage. Um, and we did, you know, if I can be dead honest, we hadn't thought much about it. We just kind of live our life and we enjoy life and do our thing. And um, when George Floyd happened, and as a minority woman-owned firm, and given our relationship and our family and, you know, and, and variety of things we do in the community, we were asked, well, what about that? What do you think of that? What's your response to that? And we had to really think about it. What, what do we believe? And what we believe is that we wanted to be a productive voice, right? An empowering voice. And there's a lot of great stories out there of diverse leaders who have done very, very well. So one of the things that we do is highlight in our own podcast called American Narratives, diverse leaders, their personal and professional story. Um, and, you know, we, we're not political. We're not trying to position one side or the other. If they want to bring that up, they can. They usually don't. What we're interested in is them. Mm. And through storytelling and distilling kind of the key insights, sharing that with the next generation. So that's one thing we do. We also do the Latino career assessment. It's the first ever validated assessment to the support the advancement of an ethnic group. And that we developed that over a three-year period of time. We launched it a year and a half ago nationally, and it went very, very well. We have companies like Nike and Synchrony Bank and AT&T, a number of big brands who want to support the development of their Latino professionals. This assessment's very low cost. It gives them immediate insight, each professional who takes it, along with a customized development plan that has already changed lives and careers. And it's available to anyone. Um, and then as a result of that, we actually did the first ever national career study on Latino career progression that we just finished two months ago and presented at Latitude in Miami last month. And it showed some amazingly interesting insights. So a long way of answering what we're doing to diversity, we're trying to bring science, prediction, and empowering solutions to each individual who wants to get ahead. Mm -hmm. And it's, so far it's been, I think, uh, very gratifying, but we're just getting started. Yeah, you're also a, uh, an author. I wanna pull up your book cover, Don't Dread Monday, Your Guide to Career Success. And I love the title, Don't Dread Monday. Yeah. Like Mon Monday scaries or Sunday scaries, I think they call it, is a real thing where people get nervous yes. on Sunday because, oh my gosh, I gotta go back into the office. Oh yeah, like, I, you know, it's amazing how many people we talk to, they, the Sunday night blues, right? Yeah. And they'd say it would get triggered when they'd hear 60 minutes or some Sunday night kind of ritual and they realize next day they got to go back to work and literally go into a down form of kind of mild, if not, you know, more, more than unmild uh, depression. And that just shouldn't be. I mean, most of our waking hours are at work. It's how we identify ourselves. It's, it's what we attach to. And the fact that so many people feel that way consistently and chronically is the underreported issue of our day. Mm. Um, and so we took our, you know, many years of working in career transition, tens of thousands of people in the science, et cetera, and said, what are not only the core principles of not having the Sunday night blues and dreading Monday, 
But what are some specific things you can do to make sure that that isn't happening for you? And so it's almost a field guide where you walk through step-by-step step the philosophy and then application to yourself. And at the very end, you have a specific plan and set of insights that will help you navigate with greater uh, integrity to what you really want to do in a very pragmatic way. Let's talk about your leadership development um, offerings because uh, I, I find that there's a lot of this is a very common story. A guy is a great salesman in, in the, uh, you know, the used car lot. Yeah. They, so they graduate him to being the head of the sales team. But, uh -oh. the, but, the, <laughs> but the guy hasn't read a leadership book, doesn't know how to manage a team. He fails miserably. This is a very common story. Yes. I, I mean, we see it every aspect of life. And not to go lean on sports analogies too much. Yeah. But you see it there, too. The great players do not make good coaches. Except for Larry Bird, he had a pretty good run if yes. you're an NBA fan, right. but most of them were terrible coaches. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely true. And that leap is underappreciated. How do you go from being a performer to getting others to perform well? There's a selflessness about it. There's an influence through others about it. There's a letting go and delegating capability. There's a whole set of skills that are underappreciated. And, and so we do a lot around that. So we have coaching solutions, we have baseline management training to help really people make that step. And what we find is there's two steps. One is to move to actually direct leadership of others. And then to, when you're more of an executive role where you're leading through others to others, where you have multiple levels below you. And then it really is getting above the clouds, being strategic, getting talent right, moving in the right roles, delegating like crazy, thinking three years ahead, making sure there's a strategy that will win in the marketplace. Um, but what we find is leaders don't do that. They don't fill the space with that. And they're head down, just trying to micromanage things and stay up with a day and nobody's above the cloud. And as a result, the world changes, AI changes, whatever the new discontinuous technology or disruptor is, and they're left behind because they weren't doing the strategic part of their job. So that needs to be developed. And that's a big part of what we do. Okay, Joe, in the little time we have left, uh, if a CEO is watching this, how do they know when to bring in a guy like you and your team? Well, I, I think if they're really wanting to improve their talent and really look at it and bring science and insights to the selection development and even the career transition and movement of talent, uh, we are uniquely capable in that. And I think our growth and our clients, over 200 of them, would, would testify to that. And I'd love to just have the conversation. I mean, there, no, you know, we, that's where it starts. We don't sell anything. We just have a conversation around their needs. And, you know, we share what has worked with others or even with us, and we go from there. Outstanding. That's a great way to end this segment. We'll also leave you with the website, which is careermp.com. Joe Frodsham, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you so much, Jim. That's it for now. We'll see you next time.